0: Morning, governor. you You're listening to Chattin' It Up, the only radio show where I do a very terrible British accent the entire time because theater. I'm Greg Burns, and joining me today we have... Danny Gage. Danny Gage! Crap, I forgot to ask him all the pretty questions that I normally say. I also have to really stop doing... <laughs> that was fun, though. Uh, but anyway, so Danny Gage here... Uh, You're a DMP major, right? Yes. Yes. Yep, a DMP major here at UCM who has done a lot of theater stuff. Hence the really dumb theater (laughs) joke. But anyway, so Danny, uh, what sort of plays have you been a part of?
1: Uh, I've been a part of well a lot of a lot of plays. Um, Almost every genre, I think. I've done a play in. Uh, Yet to do romance. um, So, fingers crossed for that. But. you know, I've done, I've done plays like uh, *The Uninvited*. I was Scrooge in *A Christmas Carol*, uh, which was a lot of fun. I, I I've done that too. <laughs> that one, that one's probably my uh, favorite one. Um, Sc- Scrooge, it, Scrooge is a really fun role to play. Almost oh, definitely, he's cranky all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something really funny? It's um, so when I was doing Scrooge, um, the ghost of Christmas Present was actually my ex-girlfriend at the time. Like, we had broken up, like, uh, two weeks prior. And so, you just have my ex-girlfriend on stilt looking at me. The ghost of Christmas present is supposed to be the happy ghost. <laughs> was not the happy ghost. Um, and I was like, hello, spirit. And the spirit, like, she would just be like, hi, Scrooge. And I'm like, well... <laughs> Still angry, I see. <laughs> 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 uh, that,
0: that's a that's a funny term of events right there.
1: <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that was that was a that was some show. You, uh, you see,
0: kids, dating <laughs> is a mistake.
1: <laughs> Do not if you're in a show with someone, don't date them. <laughs> don't that's not the best idea. Here's
0: the life lesson for all the viewers to take away: uh, Don't date anyone. Uh, romance is overrated. Uh, buy yourself some ramen, get yourself a cat or a dog, and watch movies every night with yourself and your cat and dog. Oh, yeah. Sounds like the life. Yeah. That sounds like the life. Just ramen for days, guys. Ramen for days. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so uh, what, what sort of types of shows have you been? You said a large uh, variety of genres, so like uh, I'm assuming comedies and... Uh, What else falls in there?
1: Uh, I've done a lot of comedies. Um, I've definitely done a lot of drama plays, too. Um, Some Greek uh, plays as well. I was a part of uh, Antigone, uh, Oedipus and Antigone, where I played Creon, which was pages and pages of just, monologues, um, which was... The Greeks were very well known for just their monologues. They just love to just keep talking and talking and talking. I think like, they just love <laughs> talking about themselves, mostly. Yeah, yo, most <laughs> definitely. I was, like, just reading the monologues. I was like, man, do you need to breathe? Like... <laughs> <laughs> nah, don't you know the Greeks were better than us? They, they didn't breathe. Oh, it's yeah, just... Greeks didn't breathe. <laughs> they didn't drink water, didn't go to the bathroom, nothing. They just talked. <laughs> um... I've also done some musicals. Um, yeah, I've done experimental uh, type plays too. I won a national award for um, Tillicum, which was an uh, experimental play that um, I think I was the second... Person to do telecom, I could be completely wrong, Uh, but I think I was the second person to play telecom. So that was yeah. I actually did see that. That was a that was a Zoom play.
0: Yes. Uh, It was pretty cool because so all the characters were you'd watch in like the gallery view, I guess, uh, and whoever was like in charge of the technology would change which characters you saw, Uh, and it it was pretty cool because you got to see like all the characters and them like them trying to act together, like in the same room kind of thing. So like. When like one of the ladies would hit Telecom and you know they like pretty much punch the side of the screen, and so you would do like reactions. How how was that process of like doing all that? It
1: was wild. It was <laughs> it was uh, it was definitely difficult um, because so I had a setup in the theaters, one of the like back rooms in the shop, um, and I had my green screen set up and just like three lights on me, and then the laptop I was using set up. And I, you have to like when you do a zoom play like that, you have to pay like so close attention to like every single movement because they're not. You're, you're correct. They're not there with you. Um, I believe one of our castmates was in St. Louis at the time, um, and our director was in Florida, so it was um, it was a long it was a long process. But I think um, in the end, it was uh, it was good. I think it was good. It was definitely a uh, interesting uh experience um and something that was you know i'm glad to have because i love on stage theater but i also love doing film and uh hope to uh both direct and star in film so it, it was interesting to do something close to that yeah
0: and it's really cool because like i was under the interpretation that everyone there was you know currently like at the ucm or near ucm And it's really cool to hear that you had people not only, like, three hours away in St. Louis, but also, like, in Florida. So, like, it's really cool that because of, because, like, I'm assuming because of the pandemic, we were able to do the Zoom thing. Because, like, really, why would we be developing those kinds of plays without it? And the fact that now you're able to bring together people from other parts of the country. Um, So how long
1: have you been interested in the world of theater like where did it all really start for you uh honestly it started when i was a baby uh i know most actors like to say that (laughs) uh to come off like yeah you know i've been doing it forever but no, um i have something that most actors don't under my belt i play baby jesus (laughs) <laughs> uh, and that is still my highest achieving role today. Nice, uh, nice, I mean, there's the National Award, and then there's Baby Jesus, and I think Baby Jesus really takes the cake I would on that agree one. that your priorities <laughs> are set correctly. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, ever since then, I've just kind of been doing theater on and off, um, but I really got into the full swing of doing theater almost every year uh, my eighth grade year in middle school, and then after that, I kind of just, kept going with the theater train nice uh what, what would you like to talk about uh danny hmm, i don't know um uh, tell me um let's talk about uh film because i i did switch majors um i was a theater performance major but uh no shame no sh- i'm saying it right now no no flame no shame no shade i wasn't learning anything um <laughs> And I was like, I don't want to go to college, spend a lot of money, and not learn something. Uh, so I was like, I want to do film anyway. So I switched uh, to DMP um, with a film concentration. Um, so, like, how is the – because I know – have you started in DMP? Like, is that uh, what you came to college so for? So I came into college with the correct
0: knowledge in my head of I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Ah, yes. I walked through the door and was like, sup, y'all? I don't know why I'm here. (laughs) And I spent my first semester in our open option program, which is a phenomenal program. I absolutely loved it. And during it, I just, I found out that there was a little part of me that liked the sound of digital media production. I was like, that, that sounds pretty cool. And, like, all my life, like, I always, like, look at, like, a movie or something and be, like, that'd be cool to play that role in that movie. Or, like, listening to, like, the radio shows on, on like, in the car rides, I'm, like, it'd be really cool to have my own radio show. But every time I had those thoughts, I'd immediately go, like, but that's a really cool thought. That's Mm. it. Like, that's a really cool thought to have and not go anywhere with that. And I realized that it was an actual thing I could pursue. And I was, like, that's actually neat. And I kind of needed something to pursue, so I was like, I guess I'll go with this. And I absolutely love what I'm doing. It's great Uh, just learning just honestly how big DMP is because, uh, like, you know, like every major is always like, hey, we are so big. You can choose whatever you want to do kind of thing. The only problem with that is once you choose, you're set. Mm-hmm. So, like, with the sciences, like, science is probably the biggest thing ever. Like, there's so many different sciences. But once you choose microbiology, that's all you can do is microbiology. You can't go into, like, forensics or, like, you know, mountain biology or whatever. You know, <laughs> the, the geo people, the geological, just, ah, poop. This is why I'm not <laughs> in science class. <laughs> this is why I'm DMP. I don't know the I mountain know people. Uh, seems right, mountain people, <laughs> mountain science. Uh, but anyway, so, like, you choose those and you're set. But in DMP, it's, like, you can be the photographer. You can be the audio maintenance guy. You can be the director or, like, an actor. Uh, you can do all of these things at once and you're set. And so it's just, like, I've always been the kind of person where, like, I get bored after repetition. So the idea of being able to do literally anything I want any day was awesome.
1: Yeah, no, I, That was a pretty long explanation. <laughs> I just realized that now. Uh, no, I, uh, no, I appreciate it because that's, that's kind of how I am too. Um, with, with theater, uh, I love theater, and I do want to act. Um, but somebody that inspires me is, uh, like, Donald Glover who has acted, he makes music, he writes, directs, produces. And that's kind of what I want to do with my life. I kind of want to do as much as I can. Um, and so far, because I've, I've got theater uh, pretty good under my belt, um, but I wanted to learn more about like the writing screenplays and maybe voiceover work and uh, directing. Um, and when I, uh, so far, so when I got into DMP, that's kind of what I've been learning. I've been learning like, oh, I can do this. I can do that. Oh, this applies to this. Uh, I know we're both in media aesthetics. Uh, I, that has helped me. I've been taking some nice photos, uh, it, on my free yeah, time with that. I, I would agree. Like literally these past two weeks, I've been taking
0: random pictures of trees. Like, I don't know why I just see a tree. Like, dang, that's a cool tree. And then like, I use our media aesthetics ideas and principles on like. That's a good photo. And now I just have a bunch of random pictures of trees on my phone. <laughs> so if anyone ever, like, sees me walking down the hallway, stop me and ask to see my pictures of trees. Like, I know I know it sounds weird, but, like, I'll do it. I'll, sh-
1: I'll show you my trees. Picturing you just have a <laughs> phone, like a folder on your phone, it's just full of trees. I, I do. <laughs> I I organize
0: my, my album. There's a folder labeled UCM
1: Photos, <laughs> and it has all my trees in it. I mean, hey, somebody will pay you for those. I don't know who, but somebody will pay you. We're going to take a quick
0: commercial break here. When we get back, we'll be hearing more about the world of DMP from Danny and me. Woo. That rhymed. I am so proud of myself. <laughs> Self-high five. <yeah>. Woo! <laughs> And welcome back to chatting it up on UCM Radio, The Beat. Hello, hello, hello. Where were we? Oh yeah, you were talking about the media studies class and what you learned from it.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just learning so much here. Uh, and so I was. It was uh, last year. Um, I was planning on switching my major um, because I wasn't really learning anything, and uh, there was a lot of drama. In the theater department, still is, but happy to be getting out of it. I'm um, I'm pretty sure it's always been there, like since day one when theater was created. They're like,
0: so the first thing we have to do is drama, and someone else is like, I hate drama, and they're like, well, I hate you, and then that's how it, all started. that's how
1: it started. That is exact. That is how it is here. I I really gotta say, it's it's a lot of, it's a lot of. I could have played that role better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was like, nah, mental health. Not going to do that. Uh, so I went to switch my majors, and I had no idea. I, w- I was going to probably go into the open option program because I had no idea what I wanted to do. And then Katie Marshall invited me to do this improv thing uh, that they were filming. Uh, and I was like, oh, yeah, sure, that's cool. I like improv. Uh, so I came down, and like they put me under the studio lights and these big cameras and a teleprompter. And I was like, man. I love this. (laughs) And immediately the next day, I was like, all right, digital media production, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's always nice to hear that moment that you just fell in love with your choices. I watched um, Bo Burnham's Inside, and I was like, I got to do something like that. Uh, So I've been kind of thinking on how I could do something kind of like that. Um, A little, like, a commentary on society, but like maybe a certain part of it. So I've been I've been trying to figure out things to do, but that, I really liked uh, Inside, not only for its like musical aspects and uh, society um, messages, but like the lights and the editing and the sound and the fact that he was in a room and did that all by himself is like really inspiring. Yeah, no, I, I've always enjoyed watching like movies and
0: and shows and stuff like that, and looking at the more like, you know, like the lighting and the camera angles and that kind of stuff. And that was another reason why I absolutely love the world of DMP because, like, you know, for like normal audiences, it's like, oh, I really like this movie because it was cool and it had my favorite actor. But for us, we can like look into the more artistic side of it and see like what the creator meant when they did certain things. Like why did they show us reflection from the mirror and not just a straight on shot of the person? And like why did why is this person wearing green in every shot and not some other color? It's like all these little things that normal people don't just pick up on
1: that we are like, whoa! I just figured out the ending of the movie from the first ten minutes. Yeah, uh, I've had a, I had an experience <laughs> like that. I was it was definitely because it gives um, it gives people it's something that uh, theater uh, again love theater. Um, no shade. But <laughs> sometimes people think there's such a big split between here are the actors, here are the tech kids. That's it. Like there's but they work together to create a bigger story. Um, I definitely I love watching movies and like hearing like music and just hearing it go repeat itself at certain parts and you're like, uh oh, something bad's gonna happen. Be like, what what do you mean? Like, don't you hear the music? It repeated itself after the last bad event. Or, like, the costumes will, like, add symbolic, like, meaning to uh, things. And it's just like, yeah, you can guess the ending of a movie sometimes just by listening to, like, the music and seeing the camera angles. And people are like, you're a wizard. I'm like, nope. (laughs) Just paid attention to the background. Yep. Uh, have you seen the movie Detective Pikachu? I love Detective Pikachu. <laughs> finally,
0: <laughs> I can talk about this thing. <laughs> every time someone comes on about something DMP and film related, and we talk about these things, I'm always like, "Have you seen D- like Detective Pikachu?" And every time they're like, "No, I haven't," so I can't talk about this, <laughs> and I've been wanting to talk about this for so long. I can finally do it. So, in the movie Detective Pikachu, uh, we. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen the movie. You know, we figure out who the real evil guy is and all that fun jazz. I found out the ending of the movie real quick. And uh, the more I watched it, the more it solidified that I was correct. And the, the, the pattern that I saw was circles. Mm. Uh, the laboratory, if you look at it, is dome shapes. They're just a series of domes, you know, circular. Uh, and I forgot, an, or I think uh, Mr. Mime at one point does like a circular motion yeah. Uh, when he talks about the evil people. He's like doing circular motions. Uh, so these things like were like, okay, okay, weird, weird, weird. And there was some other things uh, that I saw. But then the one thing that solidified who exactly was the evil person is uh, when it comes to the the main corporate guy that they meet. I forgot uh, who he was. But, you know, the, the big main corporate guy, they go into his office and it's this huge luxurious office with tons of little things in it. Uh, and they're having a conversation, and he's all like, "Oh, I'm the good guy, blah 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 blah." Here's why. And if you look in the background, there's a painting, and the painting is literally just a white canvas with a black circle. Mm. And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a circle. You're evil." And then, and then he he was evil, so I won. So, <laughs> you
1: won. You won. <laughs> I yeah, I didn't even notice that at first because I was just. Uh, from because that was before I got into digital media production, so I was like, "Oh, Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu! <laughs> I love Ryan Reynolds." <laughs> uh,
0: have you seen the movie Free Guy?
1: Oh, I I loved Free Guy. I cried a little bit. Free Guy. It was. I find that movie very interesting because it it kind of gives like respect to everybody who watches it. If you haven't really seen. A lot of movies or played a lot of video games, you can still enjoy it. If you're a gamer, you can still enjoy it. If you're a movie buff, you can still enjoy it. Like, it's, it kind of gives shout-out to, like, everything. And I got to give that up to, like, the writers, especially, like, Ryan Reynolds, who helped write that movie. They really, they understood a lot of, um, they understood the assignment. Um, it was a very fantastic movie, um, and I can't wait to buy it. At Walmart for nineteen ninety five. Hopefully the price drops a little bit. Probably won't. Shout but. out to my boy Walmart over here, <laughs> giving us our movies nineteen ninety
0: five. But yeah, uh, I saw that movie. It, it was I love it. I love most things Ryan Reynolds does. Uh, yeah, he, he's 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 great. I love him. Uh, but uh, uh, one of my favorite parts too is the fact that like it truly is showing like a kind of like a silent controversial topic that we've brought on on the show before and it's the fact that uh like video game companies uh like the big heads too really don't care too much about their product Mm. sometimes and like we've talked about that before so i'm not gonna get too far into it but there's definitely a lot of game industries that are like you know like the, the big tops are like cool, we're going to release this now. And everyone else is like, yeah, but we've already done like 60% of the game. It's not even playable. And they're like, well, I need money, so suck it. And that movie shows shows that perfectly. I think that
1: movie also kind of with the that little silent controversial uh, topic of video games companies not treating their products well, I think that can transfer over to Hollywood and not treating their movies and tv shows with respect or just yeah, throwing that, them that's out a very uh, recent development too that we've been hearing
0: with some camera operators getting like pennies mm-hmm. for their hours of work
1: like i feel like oh, that's something that really needs to be more examined and changed in the the film and broadway too broadway uh, it's under a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of flame recently for a lot of directors and producers just not caring about their actors or their uh, well-being, um, especially in times like these. Uh, so I think that really needs to be examined more closely. Um, but I'm glad that it is at least now starting to be examined and starting to be talked about. Everyone, uh, vote me for the next movie director. We we vote for movie
0: directors, right? That that's how uh, democracies work. Most definitely, yeah. Uh, so vote me, uh, Greg Burns, twenty twenty four, for the next <laughs> uh, movie director position. I promise uh, free candy uh, for everyone who votes me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, so speaking of directors, I know we just you know shun like a really dark light on them, uh, but let's go more into like a brighter light of it. Uh, you have directed a couple of things already. Did you want to g- talk a bit about that experience?
1: Oh yes, that was it was it was fun. I uh, recently directed Trail to Oregon, the musical um, from Star Kid. <laughs> um, that was I had I got two weeks to put on a two hour musical. That um, was all done in two weeks. That was all
0: done in two weeks. Dang, that that was really good then. <laughs> I mean, I already thought the play
1: was really good, but like, dang, in two weeks. Yeah, it was It was crazy, because um, I don't think really anybody's done it, tried to do something that big, especially in our black box program of putting a musical on in two weeks, and I was like, yeah, I'll try it. Sure, why not? Um, so I got the cast. Casting took... A little uh, casting was a big problem, um, mainly because not a lot of people go for our black box program, um, which is kind of sad. Uh, and there there are plenty of reasons why, um, and I'm hoping those get changed. Um, it just goes to issues in the theater department. But that was casting was kind of hard um, to find people and to be like, all right, this is your character. Uh, but when I did, it kind of like set itself in motion. There were a few speed bumps, uh, per se. There was uh, the wagon. We event- we wanted a rolling table, couldn't get a rolling table. Then we wanted rolling chairs, couldn't getting ro- couldn't get rolling chairs. Um, so we we stuck with stackable chairs, and we're like, here's the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> Suspend your belief. Um, <laughs> But, kind of the music-wise, I was you know here learning songs on your note, your own. Here's some music. Here's the sheet music. If you need help, I'm here to help you. Um, take a look at your lines. Um, come off book. Be ready to go. And through the rehearsal process, I had a wonderful uh, stage manager, uh, Sasha Fuller, who helped me out. And I had a wonderful sound designer, uh, Molly Blackburn. Uh, real quick
0: intervention. Uh, Ooh. Those of you who have listened to our previous episode. Oh, yeah. Tabletop games. Yeah, I remember. Look, I don't even have to finish my sentences. I'm just that good. That's all I got to say. But yeah, Sasha Fuller has been on previously. Talked about tabletop RPGs. That was fun. I I keep wanting to say that we talked about SCPs, but that's not true. (laughs) Uh, It was just because I was thinking a lot about SCPs that day. I think we had like a half hour long conversation after the show about SCPs. Well, that's for another day. Hopefully, <laughs> someone comes on and talks about SCPs because I like SCPs.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Sasha Fuller was an amazing stage manager. Helped get me under control. Um, I had a sound designer, Molly Blackburn. Um, she really helped me. Uh, she really helped me make the sounds and get the music to uh, where I needed it to be and fades in and out, um, which was very helpful. Um, but yeah, it was just Sasha, Molly, and I. Uh, really making the set and making um, making all the, the lights. I uh, had Seth Holt uh, come help put in the lights, but I designed them. Uh, yeah, it was it was a crazy experience, but uh, something I definitely plan on doing again. I hope to direct something in the spring. have not picked a show yet, um, but I do hope to put something on in the you spring. You should do 13 Ways to Screw Up a College Interview by Ian McWenby. I love that play. Have you actually seen it? Yeah, I love that part. I,
0: I did that back in my speech and debate days. I did it as a humorous interpretation. So I had oh, memorized yeah. 10 minutes worth of it, and I presented it as, as its own little piece, and it was a lot of fun to play every character. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy because, you know, you only have two characters
1: at a time that you do. Oh, that oh that brings me to D&D. Oh, my. No, I love... It's another reason why I want to go into film uh, is... D D because as a dm right now i'm dming a campaign uh and it's about superheroes but it's like a really like a morality based thing where it's like the morals of a hero and what a hero is and it's really a really philo- i'm a philosophical type dm um but I'm more of the jokesy kind that's like who yeah. wants to play in
0: my shout my uh shot i almost said shower <laughs> who wants to be my <laughs> shower one shot let's all take sh- no It's the Shire from uh, Lord of the Rings, and they were all little hobbit kids. Yeah, (laughs) They didn't do anything productive, but they ran around town, you know, doing little (laughs) tiny quests. You know, like, let's go and find, you know, old Mrs. Flower's pots. And they go into the barn to find the pot. But, oh, no, there's a rat. It's the (laughs) Rat King, and they got to go, you know, slay the Rat King. It was just a bunch of random stuff like that.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I mean I do I do give them some like uh, just this last Sunday we had a musical episode um, where I'd have them pick songs and we some some mysterious force from making them sing, but the reason I want to go into film is because I love telling stories. Uh, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. <laughs> uh, as a DM, I've made my players just by the story alone cry, like. Ball their eyes out or like text their friends and be like hey i know we haven't talked in a long time but uh something in my campaign just made me think of you hey how are you doing um as just a story i I really want to be in this campaign i i love telling stories and i love um getting emotions out of the true emotions out of people and i'm hoping that i can do that with both plays and musicals and movies. Um, nice. Uh, quick quick shout out. Um, <laughs> I have. I'm in the band Five. It's a boy band on Spotify. F Y V E. Yeah. Uh, we're we should have an album coming out pretty soon. Uh, which is exciting. That is exciting. So. Just a quick shout out for that. You can also, you know, follow me on socials. Dan <laughs> underscore Gage two ends. Um, yeah, that's all I got. You know, just promote myself a little bit. Of course, of course, uh,
0: self promotion is always great. Uh, that's what this show's all about. Networking and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, other than that, someone hit my boy Gage up uh, if they find anything that uh, is musically inclined. Okay. Need.
1: need a DM for a campaign or an actor <laughs> for a film or a
0: model? You know, I, whatever you, whatever you need. I've seen this man's hands. He can model with his hands. I, I've can. Seen it. I uh, can. Go ahead and show the audience a little bit of your modeling skills. Ooh, ah, uh,
1: I'm sexy. See, I,
0: I'm crazy. I'm right. My my mind is blown, guys. Like, <laughs> if you could see this, uh, if we could somehow take visuals and put them onto the waves of the radio to just shove them into your ears so you understand the true power that i just witnessed <laughs> you would understand <laughs> that no mere mortal could withstand the power that is before thee mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and yet here he is <laughs> danny gage everyone oh, thank Woo! you thank you <laughs> uh but anyway <laughs> uh sally that's gonna be all the time we have for this episode of chatting it up chatting it up your favorite totally British impression the entire time uh, this is my impression of a British person doing a very terrible American accent uh, by the way uh, <laughs> I'm Greg Burns and uh, oh, the, uh, I'm Greg Burns I'm Danny Gage and you've been listening to chatting It Up ba um, ba yeah <laughs> I, I did that a previous episode I was like that felt so good I have to do that like all the time now